Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we talk about whether or not your child should have a say in how you homeschool them. We get questions related to this topic frequently and hope you find our answers encouraging. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. We work with them because we believe their curriculum is one of the best and helps more homeschoolers smile. So go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschool Today Magazine for their support. If you need more regular homeschooling encouragement, which every mom does, then go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. I am. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Um, you can tell if you're watching this live that I now have a sweatshirt on, uh, which is moving towards the puffer jacket, which I will wear probably in about a month until spring, uh, because this morning I was outside uh, texting somebody and uh, I could see my breath. And I'm just like, oh, man, summer is departing. Um, but I hope you're having a good school year so far. Uh, and I know some of you are still pretty new at it. And that's the beauty of homeschooling. You get to decide when you you decide to start. And in fact, I don't know if you've seen my a post that I put on at the end of last week. I don't even know if you saw it, Ben. Um, but I'd asked uh, all the, the Facebook listeners. I said, hey, uh, take a picture of your homeschool right now. And throughout that day, about, oh, 300 uh, people sent pictures and I can put them all in one big mosaic that says one day of homeschooling. And then um, it's really cool. But what I was so encouraged by is, as I was looking through all the pictures is how much I love homeschooling. I mean, there were so many pictures. There were pictures of people sitting on couches with school books. There were people at the zoo, people at the beach, people playing basketball, just, it was life. And I thought, you tell me what stupid person would ever say institutional school is better than this um, because it was learning at its finest. It had big kids and little kids, and uh, it was just so wonderful. And uh, there were even some pictures of moms and dads saying, this is our first day of school. So uh, you should go and look at that post um, and feel warmed to the, I don't know, to your innards. Um, because you're a part of something big and people are doing stuff every day. Uh, so much learning and amazing things are taking place. Uh, but Ben, we're going to talk about something different today, um, which I hope we talk about something different all the time. Um, but or maybe we, I shouldn't say different, um, but uh, uh, something maybe we haven't talked about in a while. Uh, and why don't you kind of lead us into that? Because it was your idea. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, it made me think about it. We've talked in the last few weeks or within the last few weeks about the idea of a kid saying, oh, well, I just don't think homeschooling's for me or, uh, you know, maybe it's they wanting to make a major decision about how they do it and the parents like, okay, yeah, that's probably true or whatever it may be. And I just was th thought it'd be a good topic to talk about um, how much input should your kid have or how much, you know, where is a, a good idea for your kid to, to take your child's input versus say, you know what, you are a kid, you are, you know, in my charge, uh, you know, God has given me the um, direction and the uh, the calling to, you know, to be your parent and to shepherd you. So where does that, uh, you know, where's that line? How does that kind of look? So you kind of put some, you know, structure to it, but that was my original um you know, my original question. Um, 
think it's an important thing and too. And really, it doesn't just apply to homeschooling. Right. It really applies to oh, all yeah. parenting. Um, because, you know, uh, your oldest is six uh, and goes down to just turn two. Um, and, you know, the way the way you let your kids decide now is different than uh, m what they will decide later. And really, that's maybe that's how I would begin. You know, um, uh, there is kind of a younger versus older uh, uh, kind of or younger versus uh, older. I don't know what the word is. Maybe a difference um, between what we ask of our children, uh, you know, and because there's a bigger point. You know, you I, I you don't ask your little kids you know, to obey right. you. Uh, you know, it's not about whether they want the red cup or the blue cup. It's really about them putting themselves under your authority and saying, okay, I'll do whatever you ask me to do. Because later on, you're going to want them to say to God, okay, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Um, but later on, you might say, okay, which cup do you want? And they go, okay, this cup. I mean, are you seeing that now, Ben? And, and I guess making your kids do something just because you ask them to do it. Right. Oh, yeah, all the time, obviously. And it's a battle a lot of times, uh, which maybe, you know, says something about uh, how well we're doing with that. But, uh I mean, even Renly, you know, as she's even the last few weeks, I, we've seen her, uh, you know, I feel like mature and get bigger. And, and you know, the, the like where we let them go outside and play on their own or we let them uh, do, do something on their own without, you know, giving them every direction along the way. And I think that happens somewhat naturally, but uh, it definitely changes over time. And I, yeah, as, as they become more trustworthy, you see the, the decisions they made in the past. Uh, and then obviously just says they have more perspective and get older, but, um, I don't think it ever changes. But you see some people, some people will let their kids decide everything, right? you know, even, even young, mm -hmm. you know, and they'll say, okay, uh, I know sometimes when I put, uh, uh, Ben and Ki Ben and Marissa's kids down cause we'll babysit them. Uh, they'll say, can I have water? And I'm like, yeah, here's your water. And they're like, can I have ice in it? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, mom always puts ice in it. Okay, yeah. you can have ice in it. She puts more ice cubes in that. <laughs> I'm like, this is what you get. Take it, <laughs> you know? And I'm the grandparent, so I always give in. That's a strong but, believer know, in the no air conditioner builds character kind of guy, you know? <laughs> he, he's but, like that. <laughs> you know, when you guys were growing up, we'd do the same thing. And mom would, I'd say, I'd get, you know, my, my, my point of, my patience was a lot less than uh, with you guys because I just wanted you in bed. Um, and I'd say, okay, here's your water. And they'd say, I want ice. And I'm like, you don't get ice. You can have the water or no ice. And mom would say, yeah, but I like ice in my drink. I'm like, it's not about the ice, honey. It's just I just want them to obey, okay, to take what I give them and be happy with it. And even my older son, even right now, you know, we're – we were we had something the other day then it was this big blowout and i said you know it's not that i and he argued and he had a good argument and he was probably right and i said it's not about who's right in the argument i just want you to do it because i asked you to you know and really i think that's this homeschooling debate you know sh what should they be involved in i think at a certain point they should when they're young they should be involved in very little as they get older, they can get a little more, you know. Um, but, you know, even as far as deciding to homeschool, 
parents say to me often, well, my son, he didn't want to be homeschooled, so we put him in school. And I'm thinking, your kid is not smart enough to know what is good for him. Why would you let them, you know? Um, but anyway, so young versus older, when they're little, you're going to give them a lot less choices in homeschooling. You decide that they're going to read, they're going to learn how to write, they're going to do, do math. And so you're going to teach those things. Um, if your child says, well, I don't want to learn math, you say to a little kid, too bad, you're going to learn math. And you teach the math. Ben, you're like reading. You're like reading something. As, as a, it's like you're smiling and looking back and forth. What do oh, you yeah. Know? Aaron Bishop here said, good topic. Is there a hidden meaning in the reason you use there versus there? Because I use the wrong there uh, in our in our, in our our title. <laughs> nope, just classic homeschooler, you know, thing. I, I do it often. I know the difference. Uh, I just don't. I, I default to T-H-E-R-E. So, uh that's my default if i'm not thinking about it but no i think that's don't that's... get lost in the minutiae <laughs> yeah exactly so what do you think about oh go ahead what do you think about you know when it comes to the decision size you know uh do you think it changes at all versus ice in the cup or maybe it's just for a kid it's maybe like um you know uh can i do six problems versus can i not do math you know whatever it is um yeah. um I think I think we need to have conversations with our children and maybe again, maybe not when they're really little, um, because I'm going to assume that, you know, when you do homeschooling, when they're little, you're not going to overburden them, you know, that you're not going to make it so hard that it's miserable. So, you know, you're going to say today we're going to do this and then you just do it. Um, if they're really young, say they're six and they just can't sit down and and you know go through their letter and even though you only spend 10 minutes maybe you decide that hey we've started school a little bit too young so we're gonna wait you know or or we're only gonna do it every once in a while um but then you know i think as i just said as they get a little bit older you give them a little bit more choices but but those choices are kind of confined within you know big versus little so whether we're going to teach math that's a big one you're going to learn math. We're going to do math. Um, whether you do it in pencil or colored pencil, we might be able to have a conversation. Or even if your kid says, Mom, I don't like doing math at the very beginning because my brain's not thinking. Can we do it later? And you go, hey, that's a good idea. Let's do it then. Um, I don't like the idea. Ben gave a That was a great uh, um, example. Uh, because every once in a while I would do math with all my kids and I was never very good at it um, or any of the subjects. And they would all say, uh, mom only makes us do every other problem or mom only makes us do one page of math. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm making you do all the pages today. And they go, well, that's not fair because mom only makes me do one. I'm like, well, you know, I'm making you do them all. And then they throw a hissy fit. And Ben was probably one of those who did. Um, but you know, again, I saw the picture. I wasn't overworking them. It only took 10 minutes total. Uh, they were having no problem with it. Um, and so I decided how many problems they were going to do that day. So I would not let them battle you um, because everything becomes a battle. It feels like you just argue over everything. You know, you say, hey, you got to eat three, you have to eat three more bites. Can I just do two? What if I cut them in really small? No, you got to do three. And then you spend 10 minutes 
And I think the bigger point again is you want your kids to do what you say so that one day when God asks them to do something, um, they will do it without question. Yeah. Well, real quick here, let's talk about, I uh, just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. Uh, we've used Teaching Textbooks for over a decade, uh, back when it was version 1.0, and then I believe into 2.0, and then into 3.0, and now they're on 4.0. So it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, it's super interactive. It's fun. It's engaging. Um I, I learned better on it because I had to interact with it through the entire the entire process. It wasn't just like watch a long lecture and then now do it. It was you had to actually interact with it, do math while they're uh, while they're teaching it. You get to put in your answers right into the program. Uh, it's super nice, super easy, and works from anything that has an internet browser. So go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com, and we appreciate their support. Hey, and we also want to thank Homeschooling Today magazine um, for being a part of this. They they do an incredible magazine. And let me just tell you, their next edition comes out in 11 days, 14 hours, 30 minutes, and 44 seconds. Um, they've got this countdown clock. I mentioned it last time. But, you know, you still got a week and a half or a week and some days um, to get in on this. It's like you, you don't want to miss this. They have an amazing magazine that's packed full with great articles by great authors, including me. And um, it will just encourage your socks off. So would you check out their magazine at homeschoolingtoday.com? I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. All right. So, you know, another thing that I think is um, one of the biggest reasons uh and and you hear this whether it's school or friends or there's tons of different things is you know the kid has this this reason but i think the hardest thing or the biggest thing is kids don't have the um big picture mentality yet they don't have experience they don't have you know anything really they don't have maturity i mean you know hudson or anders would literally eat candy 24 7 if that's what they could you know they don't know enough to eat anything else other than that so you know there's that kind of far-sightedness versus short-sightedness how do you think that plays into the decisions that you let your child make i think you know totally again um again uh you know, when they have lunch, we don't care if they have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or if they have a ham and cheese sandwich. So we let them make those choices. Um, you know, but they might say, when am I ever going to use, and they will say this, when am I ever going to need to read? You know, <laughs> like, like you know, and they're nine. Um, they don't see it. They don't see when they might use uh, maybe a little bit higher math, and I'm, I still haven't figured out why we learn algebra, um, but uh, we won't talk about that right now. Um, but you know, you do know they'll need certain things, and that's why we have our kids read our Bible, their Bibles every day. You know, we we know that you know they can't know His Word, and if they're off or if they're on, if they don't read it, and so we make them read it every day, and they may not understand why, and but we have a bigger picture. Again, we might let them choose some things, like uh, maybe the timing of the lesson. You know, do we have to do it now? No, you can do it later. Um, well, what about if I, okay, you can do that. No, but you still have to have it done. So, I, and again, moms, you know, we do this homeschooling thing because we think it's best for life. Um, we don't do it because we just think it's good for a few years or it keeps them out of trouble for now. We're really doing it because we think it will 
benefit them later to be to learn at home, not just the the subjects that are going to learn, but how to interact as a family. Um, but I will say this, um, you know, I just got an email today from a mom, and um, I haven't really thought through it all the way, but you could tell the frustration in her in her the tone of her email. But she has a a teenage son who just doesn't want to do school anymore. They're frustrated by it. They don't understand why they're going to need it, and you know, their other kids have been okay and it was all easy. And, you know, now they have, and then, and she's asking like, what do I do? You know, do I just not do school? And of course, you know, we get to decide that, you know, uh, and if you don't, if you want them to do school, then they have to do school. But I think there might be a, an opportunity to do a lot of talking and saying, what about school don't you like? What do you like? Well, I don't see why we, why we need to do this because we're never going to learn it. And if you don't have a good answer for why you're going to need it, then I wouldn't teach it. You know, But I would not let them decide that. People say to me often, so you're saying my kid doesn't want to do math, so we just don't have to do math anymore? And I'm like, I've never, ever said that. You know, Your kids don't get to decide that. But if you can't answer why they need to know it, then maybe you should look at it again. Um, and, and again, I know, and maybe you could add, add in here, Ben, because people, they, this is a stumbling block or a stumbling point where they say, well, you know, do I just show them that no, you know, all hard things you just avoid by not doing them? I mean, you've heard that argument before. Right. And so we're going to, we're going to push through on algebra or advanced algebra or trigonometry because they need to learn to stick through things. Um, I just don't know if that's always a great uh, a great reason. I, I get their thinking, but I'm not sure as far as depends, school subjects yeah. go. That's that's the best. I mean, best logic. the other night at uh, marriage group, we were talking about this, and we were talking about like the idea of you know if you're driving somewhere, and you know my wife, or you know maybe it was me, but you know I'm doing the driving usually when we're in this car together, and, and it's like. Oh, you could have turned there and you would have saved a couple minutes. And it's like, is saying you could have saved two minutes going a different direction or a different route, is that worth the, the strain or the frustration you add to relationship? Like, is it worth that? And usually the answer is no. It's not worth, you know, a lot of the things that we get frustrated at or argue over or strain our relationships or whatever or we choose the correct answer or the um, not even correct answer whatever the word is over relationship so I think you know for a lot of this it depends it's it, it's like obviously reading is important so it might be worth every once in a while you know having it be a little bit tougher and being tougher on them you know than uh, and working through that over time. But if it's like, if you know it's towards the end, you're not even sure how uncritical it is. It's just kind of semantics and you feel like there's a relationship is really, really getting damaged by it. Or, you know, you both are losing it. Then maybe there is a time where it's like, is the relationship more important than, you know, he has to get 180 days this year or he's got one more year. And if he doesn't do all of it, you know, like you think that as a failure or everyone else would. Um, I don't know. Obviously I've not been in that situation, but that's just something I think uh, it's, it's worth at least considering that. So what you're saying, Ben, you want all the wives to take it easy on their husband when they're driving. 
No, no, yeah, yeah, that was one thing for sure. Uh, yeah. but, no, that's the point. That's the whole point of no. this. But no, uh, I do think no, that is. I, think, I mean, it's hard. Think, it's easy to. I mean, it's easy to think that. Well, I have to. He has to know this, so it's worth damaging things. So I'm gonna push it no matter what. And I, I think sometimes that is not the answer. You know, but I. But again, I. Th- I feel like some people just like turn off their brains. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense on some things. You know, if we say, well, you have to eat food or you're going to die, you know, so you're going to stick this in your mouth and you're going to eat it, you know, because you're going to die if you don't eat anything. Right. You know, I get that. But when it's but when it's like saying, hey, you've got to we've got to do advanced algebra. Right. And I know you can't you don't you say you don't get it, but we're going to muscle through it. I mean, I just feel like sometimes. It's external pressures that have maybe turned into internal pressures, and we just turn off our brains and we say, "Well, it's got to be done because someone said it had to be done." Right. We're homeschoolers. We do not have to do it unless we think it is valuable. Which kind of leads us to that to that last one, Ben. You know, uh, and I already got off of it. I can't find it very easily. Um, where I said, um, you know, stubbornness versus frustration. Um, because again, you know, I'll hear parents say, and just like you said, you know, my kid's just being stubborn. He doesn't have a good work ethic, you know? Uh, and I think that's for, that's parents, you know, your kids. I mean, if that is the case, then help them to be diligent. You know, like, like, you know, my kids could do the, all, all the pages of math. They didn't just need to do one page. I knew it was no big deal. They could do it. So I made him do it, you know, but I've also looked at my son when he's trying to do math, higher math. And I, I, and he says, I don't get it, dad. And his mom says, yes, you do. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. like, he doesn't get it, honey. <laughs> you know, he's faking it. Like I faked it for so yeah. long. And so well. dad just hates it. Cause he never got it. So he doesn't want it. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe yeah. And that yeah. may be true. And that may be true, but I know when I'm frustrated and I'm in over my head and I can't do something that someone's asking of me. And, you know, you just shut down. And so like, even this mom who asked me this question, you know, she's trying to, I think she would be super wise to try to figure out, you know, what is frustrating her child and then trying to avoid some of that. So it's fun to learn again. And I always think there's a a way out of that. But I yeah. would not let my son or my daughter ever decide whether they want to do school, whether they want to do a certain subject. Um, you know, we're going to do it because I think it's valuable. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I do think that there is something that they can have um, a voice in, you know, how you homeschool is their interests. And we've talked about this a hundred times, you know, but uh, that is an area that we, we encourage a lot is, you know, if there's something they seem interested in, if they want to pursue more, if they're liking something, fan that flame, let it kind of be a primary, you know, uh, focus of your homeschooling for that year or that week or that day, whatever it may be. I don't think that is bad at all. And I think that's a super cool aspect, obviously about homeschooling that we've talked about a hundred times at this point. So there's definitely a way that they can literally have voice in every day, essentially. Um, I think also maybe as your kid gets older, this is something I know we did in our family to some extent was, 
um, kind of letting them set the pace through the day, you know, a little bit is like if they want to do some of it before lunch and after lunch, or they want to do it a little bit, you know, all real quick in the morning, you know, some kids do things differently. And I think that's okay to, you know, again, as long as it's within the parameter that you allow them, um, to have some freedom there if they're a little bit older. So, um, I definitely think there's, that can Mm. give a lot of agency and make your kid feel involved is if they do have some ability to, um, you know, influence it in those areas. Um, I think those are great distinctions. I think those are really smart. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it. Maybe if you want to give us a close tonight and we'll call it a week. Well, I will make maybe an open invitation. If you have um, some things that you're thinking about, or maybe some things that you're just struggling with, uh, again, the email of today is like that I get daily. Um, was by a frustrated mom who just needed a sounding board. Um, We like doing that. Sometimes it takes me a little bit while to get back with you, but I'd love to hear what you're going through. And if you're stuck, um, I'd love to help unstick you. Um, But whatever you're doing, have a great rest of the week. You know, flex a little bit if you need to flex a little bit, or maybe firm up a little bit if you need to firm up a little bit, because this is the long haul. This is a, not a sprint. This is a this is a marathon. So you know you may have started out strong the first day or the first week of school, and now maybe you're tripping along and you need to readjust. Readjust. Don't feel don't feel guilty, you know. Or if you have a child who's kind of stuck, I would take take them aside, you know, non-confrontational time, not right in the middle of school, and and just talk and say, okay. I know you're bothered and you're frustrated and you're not wanting to do this. Why? Why don't you want to? And then listen really, really well. And then, you know, maybe you say, hey, you know what? I've been a little rigid on this. Let's let's let me be a little more flexible. We could do this. Or maybe you say, you know, I know you feel that way, but this is really important. So we're going to keep doing it, but we're going to try to do it in a way that won't be so frustrating because um, I think it would be a great conversation later on. Uh, we want this homeschooling thing to be the best thing going because it should be. Um, not just for the teachers, but for also the students as well. Because what a great thing to be home and to learn the things that God has put in your heart and gifted you with. So with that, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Um, if you haven't been to a fall festival, uh, if you got them around your house, you should go. We were just at the Johnny Appleseed Festival here in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana this past weekend. It's so much fun um, being surrounded by apples and apple cider and popcorn and people making things. You talk about school, that's school at its, at its finest. And when you're doing it that way, it always makes you smile. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, we'd encourage you to share our podcast with other homeschooling moms that you know, or leave us a review on whatever podcast app you listen on. This is a great way to support us. Also, thank you for teaching textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week, and as always, don't forget to smile.